0: Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, on today's show with the Titans coming out of their bye, it's a perfect time to do a little AFC South check-in. The Colts, despite early season struggles, are very, very much alive. The Jaguars are turning back into a pumpkin right before our eyes, and the Houston Texans are, well, Still at the bottom, like the Houston Texans usually are. We're going to dive into what the Titans division rivals are looking like coming out of the bye on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fans, week six was a bye for our Tennessee Titans. So it's a perfect time to do a little AFC South checkup. Before we dive into the Indianapolis Colts, do want to let you guys know that today's show is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more, or less than their price picks projection you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry first time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on that's pricepicks.com promo code locked on thank you guys for making the locked on titans podcast your first listen every day if this is your first ever listen make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream i am putting now monday through friday daily Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year round. Make sure you stay locked in to the Locked On Titans podcast where it's your team every day. But let's dive into our AFC South checkup now and we got to start with those pesky Indianapolis Colts and the Colts were able to defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. I believe the score was 34 to 27. Either way, the Colts win And the big takeaway I have when we're checking in on the Colts, the Titans beat them already in week four in Indy, big win. But despite the vibes around the Colts, the Colts have looked like it's a disaster. They're screwed, it's a nightmare for Indy. And throughout the 20 to nothing loss, tying the Texans, barely beating the Broncos all of the different issues that Indy has had, they are still very, very much alive. That old nagging pain in the Titans' neck, the Indianapolis Colts, despite the fact that it's basically felt like a disaster for the Colts early on through six weeks, they're still 3-2-1. and one. They're nipping on the Titans' heels. They are very, very much alive. And look, I don't think the Indianapolis is all of a sudden a good team But they're a team that's going to improve because they have good coaching. And I don't think that anybody in the AFC South is going to run away with things. So the fact that Indy has felt like they've been so bad throughout the beginning of the year and they're still 3-2-1, it's unfortunate. As I've said last week and before this game against the Jags, I wanted the Jaguars to win this game because I wanted Indy buried and dead. And they are the furthest thing from that right now at three, two, and one. So that game next week is a must win for the Titans. Because the one thing about that Colts three, two, and one record, two division losses and a division tie. So if the Titans can knock them to, oh, three, or well, it'd be one now, one, three, and one in the division with only one division game left. That would be big for the Titans come the end of the year because that division record is the number one tiebreaker after they go um, you know, down to the division tiebreaking standings. That's going to be the number one thing besides that head-to-head battle for the Titans and the Colts. So the Titans really need to win that game. Although the Colts will be close to them with record for most of the year, most likely, that division uh advantage that the Titans would have at that point would would be tough to overcome because again. I don't see anybody running away with it. I don't see Indy if they lose to the Titans next week and go to 3-3-1. Three, three and one, I don't see them having a better overall record than the Titans at the end of the year. So kind of clinching that division tiebreaker early would be huge for the Titans. And The Colts gave up a ton of yards on the ground. The Titans went for over 100 yards against them, so they should be able to repeat that. Despite Matt Ryan throwing the ball over the yard against the Jaguars, the Colts still have way more turnovers. This year on offense, aren't forcing as many turnovers on defense. They put in Dennis Kelly at left tackle and look a little better, but still have given up 21 sacks coming into week six. Only 27th in rushing coming into week six. So this isn't a great Indianapolis team, and I still think the Titans are a better team at this point in time, but they really need to close the door on the Colts next week from a division tiebreaker standpoint. And then after that, it's just a battle to the finish. And uh, the Titans can't lose any kind of, you know, tiebreaker situation to Indy, which will which will feel good going into the end of the year because after these next two division games, the Titans have some tough ones ahead. I mean, that middle part of the schedule is brutal for the Titans. So winning this game against Indy, now that they've gone to 3-2-1 and one, and they're nipping at their heels, getting that huge division lead, even if it's not the overall record lead, That'll be critical for the Titans. But we're going to move into the Jacksonville Jaguars who, like I said at the beginning, they look great at the beginning of the year, but slowly but surely, they're turning back into a pumpkin right before our eyes. Before we get into Jacksonville, do want to tell you guys about Nugenics. So I'm getting older personally, and my body has changed. I got a little bit of a dad bod going on. No problem there. And sometimes I just don't have the energy. Or the time to work out. I'm not always feeling like my old self. And Nugenics is here to tell you it's not your fault. As men age, our bodies just naturally lose free testosterone, that man hormone. It happens to every man. It can make it difficult to stay in shape or be energetic and active. And that's because when you were younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production. Now that that is sliding back, you got to be able to counteract those negative physical effects of aging. A Nugenics Total T booster with testophan will help you beat the clock. It'll re-energize your workouts. You'll get better results at the gym. It'll help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Nugenics Total T contains man-boosting key ingredients like testophan. It's been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Nugenics Total Tea is the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. It can help you re-energize your life and help get back that powerful, confident, good-looking warrior that you used to be. Right now, you can get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text NFL to two three one two three one. Text now, you'll get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back into shape Fast, absolutely free. Once again, text NFL to 231-231. That's text NFL to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at nugenics.com slash terms. Also do want to tell you guys about our friends over at Athletic Greens and an incredible product that they have called ag one Me, personally, I just got done moving. I got the show. I got a job. I got a lot of responsibilities. I don't always feel, again, like I have time to get everything that I need into my daily diet. I needed something that provided better gut health, more energy, optimized my immune system, and I personally hate taking a bunch of different pills and vitamins. I wanted a supplement that actually tasted good, and I heard about the AG1 when we started partnering with them here at Locked On, and I can't tell you how delicious it is. So what is AG1? It's one scoop of 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that you scoop right out of the cup into your glass of water. You drink it down, and you're good to go for the rest of the day. It'll help with digestion, energy, um, anything you really need to get into your body that you don't feel like you have the time to do so. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It costs less than $3 a day. You are literally investing in your health, and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit that you have. So right now, we're making it easy to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop in a cup of water of the AG1 every day. That's it. No need for a bunch of different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. fans let's continue today's afc south recap afc south roundup afc south check-in i mean whatever you want to call it we are going through it coming out of week six the titans had a bye we talked about the indianapolis colts and just they just keep hanging around no matter how bad it seems they just keep hanging around but now i want to get into jacksonville before we do thank you guys for making the locked on titans podcast Your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms, Monday through Friday, all year round. The Jaguars come out. Yeah, they lose week one to Washington, but they look okay. All right. And then they're able to beat the Colts 20 to nothing. They're able to beat the Chargers. And you're like, okay, okay. This Jags team with some just, you know, good NFL coaching. I don't think Doug Peterson is one of the best coaches in the league, but he's a Super Bowl winning coach. And I think he's a solid NFL coach, which is far from what Trevor Lawrence got in his rookie year. So you're looking at that. They're two and one. It's like, oh, okay. Okay. Jacksonville looking all right. Looking all right. I'll still take the Titans, which is why I said my theory at the beginning. I don't care if it means that Jacksonville is better than expected. Bury the Colts, please. And Jacksonville couldn't do it. They were up 14-3 to in that game, I believe. They let the Colts come back in and beat them at the end. Um, And and I say all that to say this. They're just turning back into a pumpkin. These are the Jacksonville Jaguars. They do have good players. Like, I'm not going to sit up here and clown. Like, oh, it's Jacksonville again. Like, Jacksonville, that point about solid NFL coaching is true. They're getting solid NFL coaching. But all their best players are young players. Okay? So, when when that is part of your formula, you're going to have ups and downs as you try to learn how to win. Plus, look at Detroit. Everybody loved Detroit going into the year. They're fun. They score points. Some of their players are playing better. Their coaches seem to be solid. Blah, blah, blah. Good narratives. All of that. It's still Detroit. And they can't close games. Well... We're seeing that with the Jags. They just make weird mistakes, whether it be offense or defense at the end and get themselves beat. Because, I mean, there are certain parts of the Jags that are good. Coming into week six, they'd only given up six sacks on Trevor Lawrence. That's pretty dang good through five weeks. I, I've always thought that the Jags' offensive line was a tad underrated when they have all their pieces. You know, uh, Taylor, Juan Taylor is good. So, I guess with Jacksonville I do worry about how they match up with the Titans because of the pass rush some of the explosive players Trevor Lawrence's ability to play make a little bit is obviously different than what the Colts are bringing to the table with Matt Ryan. They have athletes on defense with Trevon Walker uh, 16 points per game coming into week 6 they've allowed. Now they gave up 34 to the Colts so that's going to go up quite a bit but the point remains that they have some talent on the team. So I think, I think that they're going to be a tough team to beat when the Titans end up playing them later in the season. I think the Titans should win, but they're going to be competitive games. And I think they're going to stick around. They're going to be a team that's at the very bottom of the playoff bubble conversation. Like next week, the Jags play the Giants. Take the Jaguars getting the points. Take the Jaguars getting the points. I'm just saying they're going to be okay. I think they're going to finish seven and ten, six and nine. That's what I've pretty much been saying since the offseason. season. Um, so in the run game, they were able to gash Indy in the run game. They got a good set of backs in Jacksonville. The new coaching staff again putting their playmakers in position. It's not all pretty all the time when you got young players and they make some weird mistakes out there. But I still think. I don't think Jacksonville is garbage. I don't think they're awful, even if they're slowly showing themselves to truly not be what some people thought they were going to be. One more note here. uh, Earlier in the season, uh, the Locked On account, the national Locked On account, posted a video of me saying it's nuts to have the Jags um, over the Titans in your preseason rankings and That victory lap came a little too early. Folks that locked on think I deserve an apology for that at some point. uh... Yeah, everybody was hype on Jacksonville and reality starting to set in. They're not like a special team or something that all of a sudden got a new coach and is going to turn things up. They'll be better than they were last year, but still a lot of young players, even though talented, even though talented. But we're going to cap things off talking about the Houston Texans who just still seem to be at the bottom of the division with very few lights at the end of the tunnel. But before we do get into the Houston Texans, I want to tell you guys a little bit more about the title sponsor of today's show, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made simple. That's the best way to put it. You pick a roster of two to five players, you look at the projection that Prize Picks has made for that player, and all you do is Say whether it's going to be more or less. Like, for example, they're going to have Derrick Henry, 90 rushing yards. They're going to have uh, Matt Ryan, 20 completions. They're going to have Patrick Mahomes, two touchdowns. You just do more or less. That's it. Are they going to go more than that? Are they going to go less than that? It's simple. You don't have to play against a 1,000 entries from other competitors. It's just you against the projections. They have NBA, MLB, NFL, PGA, college football, college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR. I mean, do I have to keep going? They have everything you could want. And honestly, it only takes about 60 seconds, maybe even less, to put your entry in. So it's easy, it's simple, it's competitive, it's fun. And you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry right now. If you download the Prize Picks app or you go to prizepicks.com and you sign up, Use the promo code locked on. You're going to get a 100% instant deposit match on a deposit up to $100. So you use the promo code locked on, you deposit 100 bucks, you get a free 100 bucks. You deposit 50 bucks, you get a free 50 bucks. So go to prizepix.com right now or download the Prizepix app, sign up and use the promo code locked on for an instant deposit match up to $100. fans, we are going to cap off our AFC South roundup on today's show with the Houston Texans. We talked about the Indianapolis Colts. We talked about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now I do want to get into Houston. Before we do, thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms, all year round. Uh, Now make your second listen, the Peacock and Williamson. NFL show, it's Brian Peacock for, uh, who's an NFL analyst does the Locked On 49ers podcast and then you get Matt Williamson who is a former NFL scout, you guys probably know Matt Williamson from his days at ESPN and I tell you guys this every time I mention the Peacock and Williamson podcast Matt Williamson had the Titans finishing third in the AFC South behind Jacksonville and in Indy, so checking out his show and getting his thoughts on how those games went Um might be pretty interesting for Titans fans, to say the least. Also, congrats to the Tennessee Vols fans. What a football game that was. I was rooting for Tennessee. I'm I'm from, as maybe you, some of you guys know, maybe some of you guys don't. I'm from Ohio, so I'm rooting for my Buckeyes no matter what. But watching Tennessee take down Alabama was one of the most entertaining football games I've watched in recent memory. Absolutely excellent. So congrats to the Tennessee Vols. Great weekend for you guys. Um, hopefully, the Titans keep that momentum going. I'd like to see Tennessee versus Ohio State in the playoff. Man, give me that matchup. Two versus three? I'd love that. I'd love that. Uh, anyways, moving forward here, talking Houston. Houston Texans are 1-3-1. and one. They got their one win over Jacksonville. They had their bye, same time as the Titans, week six. Look, the Texans aren't a very good team. They have some people. Damian Pierce. Awesome. Okay? He's awesome. Uh, they're only averaging like 99 yards per game, but we know that Pierce is awesome, can get going pretty quickly. Uh, on defense, Jonathan Grenard, pretty good player. Garrett Stingley, at quarterback, pretty good player. The Texans always have a pretty good plan for the Titans on defense. So, I'm expecting those to be very, very physical games, but the reality here is Davis Mills isn't that good. They have the 26th-ranked passing offense in the NFL. They're only averaging, like, 192 yards per game, which is better than the Titans, who are at 175 yards per game. But nonetheless... I mean... Really, what what's keeping the Texans in games is their defense is only giving up 19 points per game and they're great in the red zone. They have the fifth best red zone defense at like 38.9%. So people are moving the ball on the Texans and the Texans are finding a way to get stops in the red zone. That bodes well for the Titans because the Titans are the best red zone team in the NFL. So if it comes down to the Texans red zone defense against the Titans red zone offense, I'm taking the Titans red zone offense. But the reality here is the Texans don't have a very good team. They don't have a good roster. They have a few players in there who are solid. But at the end of the day, this team traded Deshaun Watson and got a buttload of picks, and they need to use those picks to build this roster back up to being competent. The roster is not there. So this Texans team they're going to punch you in the mouth and they're going to fight and they're going to play and I guarantee you that the Titans play close games with the Texans. But they're still going to finish at the the bottom of the division. They're not a very good team. They don't have a very good roster. So, it's Houston. You know what I mean? That's why I left them for last. There's not a lot to say because they're last. They're just still last. Jacksonville acted like they were going to join the party, but through six weeks, guys, the Titans and the Colts, Jacksonville is pretending like they belong, and Houston already knows that they don't. Exactly what we thought this was going to be before the season is where we are. So, anyways, tomorrow's show, we got to talk about these injured players that could come back for the Titans. Hopefully, we get some kind of update. Hopefully, we get some kind of activations off IR. But the Titans need some of these guys who were injured to come back. Amani Hooker, Nate Davis, Bud Dupree, Racy McMath, Elijah Molden, uh, Zach Cunningham. I, I mean, they 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 need some of these guys to get back because they have to. I mean, they have to. Have to win their next two games. They have to. And I talked about the five-game stretch after they went 0-2 and what it would mean if they could go 5-0 during it and how it was incredibly possible. Well, they made it to the bye, 3-0, and they got the Colts and the Texans ahead. They got to get to 5-2 because the stretch after that, we'll talk about that later this week as well. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was locked on tight.